Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here at Security First Bank at 5505 Red Rock Lane. It's pretty much 56 at Pine Lake. Uh, Security First has a brand new ATM video teller. It's a virtual teller where you're talking to a live person face-to-face for assistance from local and friendly professionals using live video technology. I've done it myself. I was one of the first people that was lucky enough to go through the the drive-through and uh, was willing to do it. It was actually a pretty cool and seamless process uh, to be at the ATM. So uh, the video teller hours are Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It provides a lot of... uh, flexibility for people that either you know work early or or get off late so it's a ahead of the curve uh, idea and technology that security first has been rolling out here for the last week or so so come down and uh, ask them about it we're back here with thomas villianco isaiah roby um they have a big camp here this weekend down at speedway village um you know i think dp wanted to ask him about uh you know, one of the things I think is really, really, really important for any program, but any program that's trying to, I don't know, better themselves, reestablish themselves uh, about the connection with former players to current current players and staff and how important that is. I know from firsthand how it affected me in a positive way. You know, when I was a young uh, punk trying to figure out, you know, whether I can make it or not. Um, Isaiah, talk about your experience of, you know, being in touch or, or, you know, being involved in some form or fashion uh, with the guys that are here now? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously played for a different coaching staff and, you know, the, everybody that I played with, they're all gone now at this point. And uh, I, I don't really have the best relationship with the guys on the team. You know, obviously I have my own stuff going on. You know, I'm, I'm busy. I don't really get to watch that much college ball anymore. Um, I watch, you know, NBA every night. So I watch, I watch mostly pro ball. But obviously I know Sam. Uh, looking forward to seeing him, you know, play play for the Huskers. I know I, I talked to him the other day, uh, and we were just chopping it up, talking about how he, he grew up a Husker fan. He, he wanted it, he wanted to do it. That was his dream, and he didn't really see himself being in this position. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him compete. And then uh, Derek, Derek, I, I knew through um, one of his old teammates when he was at Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, Admiral Schofield. We we played in OKC together, and so I, I already knew what type of guy Derek was. I knew he was going to bring, you know bring that leadership, bring the uh, hard work. So I'm looking forward to seeing him out there. But but outside of that, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing who else we got. I mean, uh, I haven't really been to the, been over to the gym to see him practice or play against those guys yet. So, um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just waiting at this point. That was the next question. When mm-hmm. do you go down and inject yourself back into the program? Mm-hmm. Like that return on investment is important. Mm-hmm. Is there a reach out I mean, do is it do do you reach out to Fred and say, hey, look, I'm in town. I'd like to come through, meet the guys, talk to them a little bit, and share that. I mean, yeah, Fred. Fred has been nothing but inviting to me. You know, he. I told him I'm I'm in town for for my camp, and he said, if you need anything, you need gym time, uh, weight room, just let me know, and we'll we'll get it taken care of. Um, so you know, that's definitely on the table. Um, last summer, I went down and watched him practice a few times. And, um, you know, this summer's just been a little bit more busy. And, and plus, you know, with, with my transition to San Antonio, I really haven't had that much free time. So, um, but, yeah, I'm definitely up for that. You know, I, I, support, I support the team all the time. You know, I, I kind of get 
people actually think I'm from Nebraska yeah. as much as I talk about Nebraska, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, so it's definitely special. And, and um, you know, it, obviously Nebraska, I think, has one of the best fan bases in the country. Like, I, I'll never forget there was one time we were – actually, it was in San Antonio. And we're walking from the hotel to the bus, and there's a group of Husker fans outside. And they're chanting, go Big Red. And, um, you know, you would have thought that it was a Husker game. So, um, you know, it, it's definitely special. And I definitely want to uh, do everything I can to be integrated with the, with the squad. Speaking of the fan base, we have a text line. One of the texters asked this question, are you excited to play with Pop in San Antonio? Absolutely. You know, he's he's a Hall of Famer, um, you know, one of the best basketball coaches of all time. And, um, you know, I've been able to hear uh, stories from some of his former players already about how he – just the way he coaches and the way he, he, he doesn't take um, – he doesn't take – like, for, I'll, I'll tell you the story. For, for instance, he – there was a story of um, – when it was when the team was Kawhi, Tim Duncan, uh, Tony Parker, and and this player that I was talking to, he was you know 15th, 14th guy on the bench, but he said that there was a film session where he chewed out Kawhi, who had just won Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Tim Duncan, who's you know obviously one of the best power forwards of all time, and he said ever since that moment, he said he would I would run through a wall for Coach Pop because he, he's not the one to play favorites, he's not the one to let a Hall of Famer get away with stuff that he won't let the 15th guy on the bench get away with. So, um, you know, and, and, and obviously he has un, unlimited knowledge and experience. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to, being, uh, to playing under him. You both talked about the things off the court and character and integrity and those things. But what you did tell us is where that comes from. Who, yeah. who installed that for you? Who, who did that? I think for me uh, it has to come from my mom. You know, in my family, you know, I was raised by pretty much raised by my women. You know, um, my, my parents got divorced when I was pretty young. My dad was involved, but, um, you know, I was pretty much raised by my, my mom and my grandmothers. So, you know, um, uh, they they installed that in me. You know, they they taught me how to be a gentleman first, you know, open the door for women. Uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And um, I think that just carried on to to the way I was coachable when it came to sports, you know, um, you know, yes, coach, no coach. And in the NBA now, like, some of my coaches are not too much older than me, so I say yes, sir, no, sir, and they're like, don't, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. you know? At this point, you know, we, you know, just, just call me by my name. But, uh, you know, growing up, it was always like I had, I had respect for whoever, whoever took the time out to, to coach me and, and help me in my sport. Like, you know, I, I play sports year-round. And so, you know, it was, most of the time it was somebody, one of my teammates' dads coaching us. And so I had, I had respect for them. I showed them respect. Um, and I think that's, you know, I think that's kind of where it came from for me. Thomas? It's, uh, it's my parents and, and my circle. I, and I, I tell this to, to kids and parents and whenever I give talks all the time, you show me your circle and I'll show you your life. And I truly believe that. Like, in th this day and age, we can go down many rabbit holes we won't hear. But, like, you see all this stuff about young kids and adult, young adults acting out. It's like, man, it, I, it stems to a lot of it with your parents and how you were raised and how you were brought up. And I, I, I know for me, I, I tell my parents all the time, my father and mother who now live in Mississippi on the Gulf, um, like, hey, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me. Because I really, as I've gotten older, I see it more and more like, man, like you were, you were those parents when people used to come to my house all the time. It's like, wait, why does everyone want to come to my house? And now that I'm older, it's like, wait, because my parents treated them like, their own but also like hey don't do that oh wow you know like my parents had the, the authority to do it but they also cared and they were they so yeah it comes back to that it comes back to how you were raised and then the, the circle you have around you it, it shows to me everything what, what is the message for the camp 
when, when you get young people in front of you, up to 100 to 150 young people, parents are in that space kind of hovering. What is the thing you want them to take away when you're done with the camp? I'd say hard work, the way you carry yourself in the process can get you very far in life. But, again, it might take, it might take a long time, but it, it, you have to put in the time. And, we, like I said, last camp we had a lot of talks about it, um, pointing him out. I know you get embarrassed a little bit, but I was, I, I was always trying to make a point. Like this young man right here, he's still working. He's worked his whole life. He's come from come from the bottom, and, and he's he's still trying to get to even a higher goal, and, and he's not stopping. Even though you think, oh, he's made it, Isaiah doesn't think he's made it, and he's already mentioned that today. Like he ha- he's he hasn't made it. He's still fighting to stay in the league. This this guy's averaging ten and a half and six and a half, forty four percent from three. Like again, I'm biased. I try to take it away when I'm being, but I'm like, how is this? How is this guy not celebrated in the league? How is he not this? But it, again, it's he's he's still fighting. It's nothing's. It's out of his control, and that just to, to keep fighting. Yeah, I would, I would probably say, um, especially because it's such a it's such a wide age age range. You know, I think it's it's third third to tenth, In, right? incoming fourth through incoming tenth. In, yeah, fourth to tenth. So I would say it's a great opportunity to to compete, but at the same time, I think sometimes we can get wrapped up in oh, like I'm working to get to the NBA, I'm working to be a professional athlete, and and I feel like that can take the fun out of it. Um, you know, for me. I, play, I grew up playing sports, all different types of sports year-round, and I think that's why, um, for one, it teaches you different experiences. You get to, like, you know, I, was, I wasn't as good at, at football or as, at, at soccer as I was at basketball, so it teaches you how to lose, you know. So um, I think there's just different life lessons you can learn from it, and I think that our camp is about competing but having a good time and, and building that confidence, not really going out there and, and, and trying to be too cool and just – you know, um, I think that's. I think it's just going to be a good experience for for that for kids. Yeah, yeah, Thomas, I was to say, like, we, we uh, Isaiah and I were talking that night at dinner, like how I do things and how he does things. Like, it, and it, I, it could happen at the camp because it happened last year. There was a kid that like stayed after. Remember, he wanted to shoot some free throws with you, mm-hmm. and like was crying. It was emotional. And like, I I truly believe that altered the course of his life. Isaiah spending 10 minutes with him, signing autographs, talking to him and engaging with him. Like, I, I truly believe, because I know it did for me when I was around pro players, and it, it motivated me and kept me chasing. Um, there was a, a young lady, I won't say her name, but the mom sent me an email, like, it was probably three weeks ago, and I was telling Isaiah this the other night. Like, she's been in with me for, like, maybe four or five lessons. Great kid in middle school. And I was like, hey, you have a chance to be really good, but you got to start working on this and this. But also, you got to have confidence. Like, you're not playing with confidence out there. And then she goes, you know, plays in this tournament in Des Moines, and the mom and dad send me this beautiful email. She's like, Thomas, we've never seen our daughter play like this. She was averaging, you know, 13 points and 10 rebounds, but playing with such passion and just way different player. And we asked her what was up, and she goes, Thomas Villianco, like – He's just he's helped me with certain things, but even more so, he gave me that confidence to to believe in myself and not be discouraged when I make mistakes. And yeah, and I was like, wow, like that's just like for Isaiah, that's that's what moves the needle for me, is when you you start changing people's like paths in life. That's the special stuff. It it, it resonates with me because I get offered to, to work camps and run camps, and I say no a lot because I'm not sure about the messaging. I'm not sure what they're trying to do with it. Um, I'll have to say this from the texture said, uh, just asked this question. Um, he said he had to jump into a mis- meeting. He missed the early part of it. When is the camp, and can he get his seventh grader into the camp? It is 
August 6th and 7th, so this coming up weekend, incoming 4th through incoming 6th, boys and girls, um, 1030 to 1230 at Speedway Village in Lincoln, and incoming 7th through incoming 10th, uh, 1 to 3 p.m., boys and girls incoming. And villiancahoops.com, there's the camp section on the, the bar up there, and you can just click through that, pretty easy process. And if not, send uh, send me a Twitter DM or, or Isaiah a Twitter DM. We can we can help you through the process. Uh, as we send it to break, we'll close out the show with one more segment with these guys still there. Uh, also from the text line, we'll close with this. Uh, great stuff. Very proud and honored to have Isaiah represent our great state. Uh, love this stuff and have a great week. I think that's going to be the common thread. That folks it. will invite themselves into it. When you present yourselves, folks will be attracted to it. They will move to it. Good moves to goo. Good. That's just how it works. Before the break, we'll close out Old School when we come back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. In our Future of Cloud survey, Deloitte discovered two approaches to innovation. Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud survey. 